0: Keep it rolling. Okay, this is okay. fine. Okay. Count this again. is fine. My name's, my name's Nate. <laughs> my
1: name's John Michaels. And welcome to the Town Crier Podcast. Yes, the Town Crier Podcast, where it is okay to be a man and to cry. It is okay to be a man and to cry. It's okay to be a woman and cry. It's okay to cry. Is it okay, is okay to be a woman and cry?
0: <laughs> yeah. It's okay to be a they and cry. Whatever you want. As long as you cry, we're cool.
1: <laughs> we want you to cry. Spill your tears yeah. on us.
0: Yeah, if you don't cry at a Pixar movie, probably don't watch listen to this podcast. Honestly. <laughs> that's that's where we're coming from. If you want to make fun of people who cry from Pixars, mo- f- cry at Pixar movies, also don't listen to this podcast cuz we don't need your negativity here. <laughs> well said.
1: How are you, man? I'm pretty good. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm
0: good. I'm a little uh I'm a little weird right now. Just a lot of existential dread, you know. With uh, with the election coming up. If for those who don't know, uh, we have we still d- haven't decided a-, a president while we're recording this. So it'll uh, probably be
1: decided while we're having this podcast.
0: Probably, probably. He's um, up
1: Biden is up in uh, Georgia now. He's up in Pennsylvania, and there's still thousands of yeah. mail-in ballots, which always favor the Democrats.
0: Well, have. Historically, yeah, I mean, mail-in ballots got Lincoln elected, but yeah,
1: <laughs> did they really?
0: Yeah, he actually created the mail-in ballot because all of the soldiers of the Civil War, that's, and uh, that's incredible. The funny thing is, like, uh, the his opponent, somebody, I don't know who, uh, uh... <laughs> wasn't it George McClellan? Sure, was actually favored by the the soldiers. But when he created the mail-in ballot, he's like, you know, maybe this Lincoln's a pretty all right guy. And then he yeah. won by a bunch. And it was like 20% of his votes came from mail-in ballots.
1: That's incredible. That's so cool that you know yeah. that.
0: Well, I I was listening to, I saw a thing. I don't know. You know how it goes. You just see something on the internet and you're like, oh, this is information I will retain.
1: Well. I like what's going on right now because it's exposing Trump as completely opposed to democracy. I mean, I mean, not to get too—I don't want to alienate people listening to this or anything. You're allowed to believe whatever the fuck you want to believe. It's America. But i I voted—personally, I voted for a Democrat for the first time in my life, 33 years on this earth. I didn't vote in 2016, and the last four years have just, for me, been horrifying in a way. Not like—I don't want to sound like I'm an unhinged— person like from a from a media standpoint like i don't i don't like to think that i'm i fall for the media in a sense but i just my own personal witness of it there's just i don't like that i don't like him i don't like his behavior i don't like the way he's changed opinions of people i love and i just i just knew i had to vote for biden so I did. And I'm happy I did, because every single time one of them comes out to say something, Biden comes out and says, I'm not saying we won. I'm saying be patient, like a, like a leader should do. And then you have Trump who's saying vote shouldn't count, which is just completely antithetical to our democracy. So um, it's nice because now you're finally seeing Republicans come out and say, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Let every vote count. So you got the governor from Maryland who's a Republican said that a congressman from uh, Maryland said that who's a Republican. Chris Christie said something. Rick Santorum said something so you're starting to see the dominoes fall on this fucking crazy asshole now. Sorry about the swear. <laughs> but
0: for I, me it's it's I, a
1: thing of beauty and he's going to win, he's going to lose. I mean, Biden's going to win. I It's actually a really I love politics. I've been obsessed with it since I was a kid and I have ever since I switched my party affiliation uh, to democrat i have gotten in the mail about 10 different things from the biden campaign saying please vote early please vote early they were planning this it's it was meticulously planned they knew that if they got everybody that was a, either a afraid of going out that day or b just wanted to vote in the easiest way possible they catered to them and they made sure that they knew that they could vote early these are the dates blah 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 and it, you're seeing it pay off now trump thought he won election night because that was all same day ballots they were counting but you had all these millions of mail-in ballots that Biden worked really hard on. So he, it's it's a really a thing of beauty at the end of the day. I mean, it watch the Republicans try to copy that campaign to a T now in the next midterm. I mean, I bet you're going to see that.
0: Oh man! But Trump put I up. Did. A, we didn't take that. The Dems didn't take the House or Congress, right? No, they, they lost. More. They
1: lost seats in the House. There, there was not one Republican congressman that lost their seat. Uh, they all retained their seat, and then they gained seats, which is pretty incredible considering Biden got the most votes out of any presidential candidate. That means you're finally starting to see an electorate that doesn't vote based on party. You know, they yeah. vote, they voted this Democrat. They did. It's obvious that it's a it's a repudiation, really, of Trump, and that's. You can't really say that because he had a hell of a get out the vote effort. I mean, (laughs) speaking to someone who used to be a Republican, I've never seen a Republican candidate ever take 45% of the Hispanic vote in Florida. But Trump did. I mean, he put up a frickin hell of an effort, a get out the vote effort on same day election that I've never seen in my life. He really, I mean, it's going to be studied for years. What he was able to do, I act shocked because I didn't think it was going to be that close. I'm sure you didn't think it was going to be that close.
0: No, I honestly, I didn't think it would be that close for Biden. I thought it'd be a blowout on Trump. I we, We've we talked, we've been texting the yeah. last few days. I, w-
1: I thought at I, first that it was going to be a blowout for Trump. I believe the, I believe what I saw with my eyes didn't match what I saw in the polls. So like I saw them saying that he had a 3% chance of winning. And I chose to believe that because I fucking, I don't like Trump, <laughs> but um, it's, it wasn't that way at all. He he had so much enthusiasm. Like, I didn't see Biden signs in Florida. I saw Trump signs everywhere I went. And I live in a very liberal part of Florida because of the university, but I still saw so much Trump shit here. And I just thought... Yeah. Like, it just seemed like the enthusiasm was on his side, and it was in a way. I mean, if they would have just counted same-day ballots on Election Day, it would have been a bloodbath. Um.
0: I I really... <laughs> I really like seeing Trump flags. I really enjoy seeing them because Trump, the Trump campaign, doesn't sell those.
1: <laughs> they don't. Somebody else makes them.
0: No. So it's just a bunch of other people making money off of Trump's name, which is exactly <laughs> Trump's business model. Except he likes to get a piece of it. Oh, uh, you know, because like a lot of them are are just are just. Literally, like, there's a there's a there's a kiosk in the mall where they sell like "Stay out of my country," or "Build the wall," or no. "Trump, no bullshit," stuff like that. No And bullshit. it's owned by like an Iranian immigrant. Really? And so and so this this, this, <laughs> a, this immigrant who barely speaks English. Is selling is selling shirts is like speak the language or get out, you know? I just genius. I just, I it's so funny. It's so funny to me. Just, just like oh yeah 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 yeah. I should get out of your country. Please give me the twenty three fifty. (laughs) You (laughs) know,
1: that's genius business modeling on my on his part. Good for him. He came to America. He found an avenue to make ridiculous hand over fist money by selling. Flags to yokels in South Dakota.
0: Oh my
1: god! Just, oh, that's genius!
0: Just, just so many printed T-shirts with just you know, Trump, "Make America Great Again," "Make America wide Again," kind of shit like that. Oh my god! And it's and it's and it's it's. There's always this Iranian dude who's just pretty happy. That know? that guy found the perfect way imagine, to make money. Wow! Can you imagine? Uh, looking a guy in the eye who doesn't speak English as his first language. And buying a shirt that says speak English or get out from him.
1: That is the Can you ulti- imagine? It's almost like, it's a, like a different level of trolling. Hey,
0: <laughs> do you have this in 3XL? You know? <laughs> like <what? laughs>
1: For real. For real, for real. Oh my god, that's hilarious. That deserves two claps. <laughs> oh my god, that guy's such a genius. He literally there was a conversation he had with his wife or somebody who was like, I'm gonna make money off these ignorant fuckers. <laughs> he did. I mean,
0: I think oh I my think God. what
1: what I'm guessing what probably happened is he's like,
0: "I want to make shirts." Then he looked at what shirts were selling and it's like, "Oh, these are my main clientele base at the Empire Mall. Um, <laughs> I guess I'll just make shirts, just copy slogans off the internet and put a gun on them and then we'll we'll uh
1: be just fine." Florida is so Florida is becoming a red state more and more every election. It's kind of shocking to see. I It's funny because this is going to sound like I'm so ignorant. I don't mean to sound ignorant, but I kind of realized for the first time this year, the Hispanic voting block in America is so different. I should have realized that because I have an IQ above a toaster, I'd like to think. But it's amazing that in Florida, the Cuban Americans and the Venezuelan Americans love Trump, even though he insults them on a weekly basis. But meanwhile, in Phoenix, Arizona, you have the Mexican-Americans that don't like Trump. And for the first time since, God, I want to say, clint no, I don't even think Clinton won Arizona. I mean, it's been a while since Arizona was blue. And Georgia's now blue? I mean, Georgia hasn't been won by a Democrat since 1996. Bill Clinton won Georgia when he ran against Bob Dole in 96. When you were young, and I was young, <laughs> and— Nicktoons rules the television. Age. We're both the same age. Yes, we're both Libras. <laughs> we were both born around the exact same time in American history. That's pretty incredible. Um, yep. But, uh, and that's what they're going to write down in the history books. Sorry I'm that's rambling exactly so much. Do. I just, I could talk about this election forever because it really was incredible. It's incredible to watch the slow decline of Trump. It's incredible to watch what's happening with demographic shifts in this country. So, yeah, that's what my point was going to be. I I didn't realize, you know, sometimes when you look at certain voting blocks in this country like the african-american vote almost goes exclusively to the democrat the hispanic vote though i was looking at past numbers bush got a pretty heavy chunk of the hispanic vote when he ran in 2000 in 2004 so they're just not the same as as a lot of voting blocks in this country which is interesting to me um but it's i'm so thankful for mexican-americans right now (laughs) like serving such a repudiation to trump and the other thing too is People are going to ask forever now. How did he lose Arizona? How did he lose Arizona? There's so many elderly people there. Well, don't forget that Arizona loved John McCain, and this guy spent four years bashing on, including in death, John McCain.
0: Yeah.
1: So I'm sure Arizona looked at that and just thought, "Fuck this guy." And
0: yeah, yeah, I don't want people trash talking me when I die. You know, <laughs> that's that's that's, his- that's what Arizona was like. Mm-mm, I don't like that, Mister Trump. <laughs> But it's just. He it's, is the president. We shall respect the presidency.
1: You know what's funny? Somebody had a meme, though, that they showed, and almost the entire Louisiana purchase is all red states. If you look at the map of what Jefferson purchased, it literally yeah. is from Arizona and Texas, it kind of like does a little swoove, goes up. That was all red states. So there was like this hilarious meme of Joe being like, I found it. And Barack Obama's like, what'd you find, Joe? And he's like, the original receipt for the Louisiana Purchase. Let's fucking make a return or something like that. (laughs) But I kind of wonder, when you look at that side, his, the thing about Trump that's so fascinating, I hate the man, but he obviously still has a very strong presence in the Republican Party. So the question is, how long are they going to put up with him yelling? Is he going to come back in 2024 and try to do like a Grover Cleveland second term after the fact? You know, because you always hear since you're a kid, they say history repeats itself, and you don't know what they're talking about, but this, we're actually seeing it now. Like, we're seeing, for the first time, we're going to have another one-term president since Jimmy Carter. Every single president since Jimmy Carter has managed to win two terms. We're finally seeing that repeat itself. I think we're going to see Georgia become... We're going to see the South, in a way, become more blue, and certain other parts become more red, like um, Florida. I mean, Florida's the South, but South Florida's not the South. (laughs) But... It's just amazing. Uh, elections are so fascinating to me and to see where everybody is. Because the other thing, too, is they know Americans, I like to think, especially after 2020, Americans are stupid, but <laughs> they know that a congressperson serves two years. They know a senator serves six years. So when you see them select congresspeople and the fact that the Republicans, as unpopular as they are, managed to gain seats in the House, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? It's, I, fe- I feel like a civil war, though, is there's just too much negativity and bomb fascism on both sides for there not to be some sort of a reckoning coming up and i don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist but you know to the trump people storming polling centers with guns and saying stop the vote like that's just fucking weird i don't know and the other thing is they have all the guns so if there was a civil war i mean they'd be able to put up a decent fight for a while they have all the ammo and all the guns
0: i don't know yeah but i don't know
1: did I go there's a little too far? Plenty of socialists
0: with guns. <laughs> no, there's plenty of socialists with guns. Um, there's a lot of people that during all this craziness bought guns, you know. Uh I'm I don't have any guns in my household, but I do own a few guns and I think
1: I might have to bring them to my household. Uh I, I mean, personally, if I had the money to, I would buy one just for protection because I it's scary. It doesn't matter what side commits the violent acts if anybody bur- bursts into my home all i have to protect me right now is a pit bull and a terrier mix <laughs> so well but
0: that's a pretty good mix yeah it's a pretty good am i p- pretty intimidating
1: i'm talking too much i'm so sorry you're fine i'm excited i get excited about the election as soon as you said you wanted that to be a topic i got really excited <laughs>
0: What did you do election night? What were you doing?
1: I watched. Um, so I don't have cable. So I was watching YouTube. I was trying to find the best channel that was streaming election coverage. And I ended up settling on NBC because for some reason I can't explain. I actually kind of like Chuck Todd and um, <laughs> NBC. But this is what, another thing that was so fascinating. Every other channel was calling states for Trump or Biden so early and NBC would not. NBC still has not called um, Arizona. They still have not called Pennsylvania and all these other states. I think it was Fox News. Uh and CBS and ABC they all called Arizona for Biden. And I guess that was something that pissed Trump off on election night. Like I guess he called Rupert Murdoch from Fox and screamed at him like typical Trump fashion because he didn't get his way. But uh just it's so interesting, like NBC for the first time in my life showed restraint. <laughs> like it was it was so strange to see. They just knew that it was gonna be a while. They must have seen the writing on the wall yeah. before anybody else. What did you do?
0: We watched We were going to watch Jojo Rabbit, which we have uh, gotten from the library and we haven't seen. And then my wife was like, I really don't want to watch anything with Nazis.
1: So you watched the election coverage?
0: (laughs) No, no, no. We still didn't watch the election coverage. We've been watching The Unicorn, so we finished CBS's The Unicorn. Is that, like, Um, for adults? Yeah, it's for adults. It's about uh, a widowed husband um, getting back in the dating game after a year with and navigating that with his overreaching friends so it's a really good show uh, rob cordry's in it it's he really steals the show it's a fantastic time
1: huh so you guys have cbs all access
0: no it was on netflix okay yeah
1: i've been so we finished that we should move on to a binging subject what shows are we binging
0: well also also also, I took down four glasses of whiskey and a uh peppermint schnapps hot chocolate.:
1: That is the key to a good election night right there.:
0: Yeah, I just felt I like I don't drink often. That's the first time i've I've drank and got drunk in probably seven months. Oh wow. so so it was just kind of a kind of a cathartic thing, you know, Yeah, for sure. I didn't realize I was drunk until I stood up because Catherine had brought me most of my drinks because she was just getting up for water or whatever. So it was kind of weird. I stood up and I was like, oh, boy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. What kind of whiskey were you drinking?
0: Uh, My favorite whiskey, Tullamore Dew. Tullamore Dew. Tullamore Dew, an Irish whiskey made by a Scotsman in the town of Tullamore.
1: Tullamore.
0: In Ireland.
1: Whiskey is I went and visited
0: the factory two years ago. Their distillery isn't actually in the city of Tullamore, but it, it used to be, and then they moved it back, but it's my favorite whiskey. It's my absolute favorite whiskey. Do you like whiskey? I do. I do love whiskey.
1: I'm trying to decide what my favorite is, because the thing is, I want to say that I like Jameson, but I also don't like how sweet Jameson tastes, or that weird, like, I don't know what the taste I'm trying to describe is, but you know when you have a shot of Jameson and it has, like, a sour taste more than any other whiskey? Mm -hmm. I I can't tell if I like it or not. Depending on how drunk I am, I like taking shots of that, but my favorite whiskey is Jack Daniel's Tennessee Fire.
0: Tennessee Fire, you like the cinnamon.
1: Oh my god, it's so much better than Fireball, too. Fireball has, like, a syrupy taste to me, whereas jack daniels tennessee fire i don't know why i keep calling it that i should just say tennessee fire uh it's it, it's one of those whiskeys that i could pop the bottle on it this isn't a very good thing to say but i could literally just sit there and... <laughs> most whiskeys if i sip it out of the thing it's going to be like <clears throat> like a little bit of a wretch but jack daniels tennessee fire i literally could just pour down my gullet And I I have no desire to stop until I tell my my brain tells me okay you got to stop now and I put it down in the bottles a quarter of the way gone and I already feel drunk as hell. Uh,
0: I the my favorite thing so my best friend who uh, passed away uh, Chuck he used to drink Fireball quite a bit like that was his go to shot and so when I went to when I went to his uh, his wake and funeral. It was the last time I had been to a like a bar, like really just been to a bar, and I was sitting in a bar in in my hometown, and I just stared at a shot of Fireball for a little while because it was just it was just hard to do. It's fireball, it, has such a, it has such a it has such a it has such like a significant me. You know, I just I just miss my buddy. You know. Oh yeah. So
1: I'm sorry, buddy. But.
0: No, it's okay. Well, he, he and our bachelor party, he drank an entire bottle of Fireball and took about took about twelve out of twelve cans out of a thirty pack of beer, and he peed on everything that night. And then we went to a Vikings game the night after the next day, and <sighs> he was not doing well. Not doing well. Oh my god! So yeah, it fu- was a great bachelor party, but.
1: Fireball, you definitely get what you pay for when it comes to liquor. I don't know. Fireball is cheaper than any other cinnamon whiskey and I everybody that goes crazy over it, I just don't think they've had Tennessee Fire. Yeah, it costs like 10 dollars more but it's so much better. It
0: Sure. I I don't uh, like cinnamon whiskey. I just I just like whiskey. Well, yeah, whiskey I'm
1: itself a, is okay. I I just I like the flavor of it, I guess. It, it it like I said it just goes down so smooth in the aftertaste and the way it burns down your throat, it makes it makes you want more. <laughs>
0: i don't know i liked i liked the crown apple a lot oh i've
1: heard good things about that i haven't had i've had the jim beam apple which tastes like a jolly rancher
0: Mm. Literally. are your dogs barking right now
1: i love being a dog owner you know what i love about being a dog owner is i'm gonna be the first person to admit on this podcast it is called the town crier podcast and i'm gonna get real here for a second i have depression like a lot of people my age our age have and uh it's a little bit of anxiety a little bit of this a little bit of that all the millennial talking points basically rolled into one uh because it's true i don't know why i don't know what the studies are going to reveal many years from now but our generation has bad depression and uh i thank god for my dogs because if i didn't have my dogs i wouldn't have a reason to go outside every day and even on days when it gets really bad and i just feel so sorry for myself and i stew in my own you know, anxiety and stuff. I still know shit. You need to take them out. They need to go to the bathroom, and that's when the sun shines on my face, and I, I get, you know, what you can basically get from the earth to help cure that sort of thing. I get that with my dog. Is vitamin D? Yeah. yeah. Have and you thought
0: about getting? Have you have you thought about getting a sunshine light lamp?
1: No a sunlight lamp. Never thought about that. You
0: should. Um, I had a I had a boss who had an office with no windows. Mm-hmm. And it was like in the be- the back of a like a fry room. So she just got a sunlight lamp, and it just it helped her mood every day.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, so I my mother is got to get that
0: vitamin D.
1: <laughs> oh, I get plenty of D. I just need the vitamin D. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) that's the other thing is this is the first i hate to keep talking about it but this was the first election where i actually voted with my own self-interest in mind i've when you're raised religious like i was and you're raised in a certain mindset you it's very easy to to go against your own belief system that you know is true in your own heart and uh for the very first time I supported a candidate that actually has my interest as a gay American in mind. Because as much as Trump can fluster and say he supports gay this, gay that, he banned trans soldiers from serving in the military. He he made it so that U.S. embassies couldn't fly the pride flag during June. I mean, just little things to try to please his red meat base that I, there was a time in my life, Nathan, where I literally believed it was okay for a bakery to decline making a cake for a gay wedding. And my belief. That's actually
0: what started this podcast.
1: <laughs> That's right. We that were going That conversation. We were going to. That conversation. Yeah.
0: Because we were going to, because you and I argue so well together. Because it comes from a, a point of respect and, and listening and, and not just waiting to say the next thing sometimes. Yeah. Um, and, and I remember that. I remember when you were saying this is okay for a bakery not to...
1: And the, to, reason, the reason I said that was because I believed in what I, what I thought, what was being fed to me was religious freedom lines, where it's like, oh, this is a land where you can decline doing anything based on your faith. And that's true in a sense. But at the same time, if you're going to go into the, the world of you know commerce, it's not the same thing. and
0: uh, Yeah, discriminations, you can't do, you can't discriminate. You know, that's, you just that's can't. the thing.
1: And it scares me that it took so many years for me to realize my own internalized homophobia in a sense. I guess that's the terminology. It's, it's something that when I, I think I've already talked to you about this a bit. And I apologize if I have, but the idea that, um, you know, <laughs> I, I've said it enough, but just I was not, I was not going with my own interests in mind and, and, uh it's so funny because I can instantly think of the rebuttals that would come from a religious argument of like, Oh, well you conquered the sin of pride, (laughs) you know? Um, but it's just bullshit. I I personally, it's, it's so funny because my fiance asked me lots of questions about my religion that I was raised in and I answer them. And in the middle of answering them, I realize in my mind just how farcical it all is. I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm so glad I got away from that and it works for a lot of people and good for them, but it just doesn't work for me. The idea that, I'm called to be single. I'm I'm I come from a very uh orthodox religion where you know basically they tell you if you're gay you should just be single your whole life and put all your energy that you'd put into a relationship into helping other people and it's like okay um no. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> Well, the other day he's asking me. <laughs> I hate. I hate to I, I just see you.
0: Just see you sexually frustrated <laughs> serving soup to the homeless. He's like, "You like that, don't you? Yeah. Oh, you want some more?
1: Please, huh? <laughs> yeah. I want some more. <laughs>
0: Take the soup.
1: Take it. Uh, oh my god, that's so funny. No, but I'm just so happy. I. I... <laughs> Let, let me just say to the people listening to this, if you're still with us, and God bless you if you are, <laughs> I told Nathan at one point, Nathan told me uh, many, many years ago, it, I think it was in Bosses or Fat Daddies, one of those comedy clubs, you told me, you're really a liberal, and I like recoiled. Like how dare you? <laughs>
0: and uh, I've, said, I've said it to you for years. You, you, I can't wait to, I can't wait for you to find out that you're actually liberal. But I think the thing is, is I'm not fully
1: you. liberal. Like there's a lot of stuff about the left, and maybe it's just residual conservatism. But there's a lot of stuff that the left, <laughs> the left will say, and I'll just be like, kind of shocked by it. Like <laughs> you're coming down off of a Republican. oh yeah man i've been doing republican (laughs) whippets for years now but it's so funny because there was a time when i was so caught up in republican politics where i just thought mitch mcconnell walked on water because when obama was president he made it he does he's a turtle well (laughs) (laughs) he floats it's not really walking oh i don't like to mock people for their appearances but he really does look like a turtle and he makes no effort to like to do anything to fix that (laughs) well I'm, i'm gonna talk like this with my lip going down over my other lip you know he's got like that tortoise looking you know when disney draws a turtle and it always has like a slight overbite with the bottom part of the lip drooping down (laughs) exactly what he looks like um but uh i used to think he walked on water because when you're a republican you you just want people with a backbone because the thing about the republican party is there's a lot of john mccain's and there's a lot of mitt romney's that 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 basically want they think that it's okay to be graciously defeated and and There's people like Rush Limbaugh that are like, no, damn it, win, you know, win, win, win. And so Mitch McConnell, when you're a Republican, when you're a conservative, he wins for you. I mean, he he was able to hold every single Republican in line when it came to the Obamacare vote. Not one Republican in either chamber of Congress voted yes on that bill. And that's because of Mitch McConnell. I don't know if he's threatening to withhold funding for future campaigns or what. But that guy, as much as I hate him now because of the way he's kind of embraced this monster last four years. But he really does just get it done. And, and look, he won re-election. We're going to have to put up with him for six more years. <laughs> so, uh, but I remember one time... I really hate that guy. I know. And I, I've come to realize... you know, it's, it's, I wish I could write a book about what really made me leave the Republican Party because it, it really is book-worthy. I mean, I noticed when I was younger, and I worked on the Thune campaign in 2004, you just notice things, and you notice that they really don't like it when a lot of people vote. They want it to be... You know, they just want angry white voters. (laughs) That's that's how they win. And, um, well, I can't say that now because they got 45% of the Hispanic vote in my state. Okay, this is what- They got angry Hispanic. When I left South Dakota, I remember saying to lots of people that South Dakota would be the last state in the country to legalize marijuana, whether it be medical, recreation, whatever. I thought South, because South Dakota is one of the only states, probably the only state with possession by ingestion laws, if I'm not incorrect here.
0: So yep. it's just crazy your boy, to, to think your, that... Your boy is being afflicted by that law right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm just sitting here just gobsmacked that I now live in a state that I thought was hip and with the times, Florida, and it's so archaic now looking at South Dakota. I live in a state that doesn't have any sort of... I mean there's medical marijuana but it's so expensive to jump through those hoops that it's just not worth it. I have to wait patiently for the 21st century to catch up with my state while South Dakota that went to Trump by 63% is has embraced not only medical but recreational marijuana. And I on know the South same Dakota. Ticket. I wonder if they're going to fuck with it like if the legislature or Kristi Noem okay. or whoever is going to try to tinker with it but it's amazing to think that a con- a state that sent Trump back with 63% also, again, people aren't voting straight ticket anymore. It's not a Republican or Democrat issue anymore. It is an issue that everybody's getting behind and it's just the old guard that's standing their ground on it. It's it's incredible to me. It's make it's the gonna best make so part much about, money for the state. The best the best
0: part about it was also they're giving ten percent to so it's taxed twenty percent, ten percent is going to the schools, the public schools. Oh, wow. And then 10, the other 10% is just going to general funds. So general funds is about to see... Because when you go to Denver, I was talking to a friend of mine. When you go to Denver, they got all this pot money, but they only gave it to the schools. And so like the schools in Denver are fantastic, but trying to get there is a nightmare because they don't have good public transit or anything like that. <laughs> so the fact that they, they kind of split it between the schools... And the general is is pretty exciting. But here's the other thing. I'm surprised it went through because if you read if you read the actual ballot, it made it sound like this was gonna cost the taxpayers a bunch of money.
1: Yeah, like, South Dakota always has a weird way of phrasing things on their ballot.
0: Well, and and I I think it was Written by somebody who was not pro it, you know. It's like, well, this is going to cost this much money to get it started. After that, it won't cost anything. But oh, it's all this money that's going to be. And I'm like, oh, you asshole! It's just it's gotten but to the point. It still, still where... went
1: through. Sorry, it still went through. So that's the best part. That's incredible. Good, good for South Dakota. Great faces, great places, uh, and now places you can get high at. Uh, I just, I, I am so jealous. <laughs> Like I said, I'm in Florida. I'm where all the money is and marble floors and boats and yachts, and we we don't have legal recreational marijuana yet. It's it's just crazy to me that South Dakota beat us to the punch because South Dakota should not be the state doing that right now. It should be Florida. And now you got the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, saying that they need to pass recreational weed as fast as possible because New York needs the money to recover from COVID. So mm-hmm. it's just like... I feel like I, I left a state that I thought was archaic to go to a state that has become <laughs> archaic and you guys aren't. It's just like crazy to me. I left South Dakota four years ago and it's completely different now. I, I just, I am so jealous of you. When I went to Colorado for a wedding last summer or maybe God, it was three summers ago. Now I could not believe how amazing it was to just flash my ID and be able to buy whatever I wanted. They had weed infused drinks. They had weed infused candy, everything you could think of. You don't even have to smoke it to get high anymore. They had butter you could put on your toast that was 400% THC. And I'm sitting mm-hmm. here just thinking like, damn, like I I need this. I want this because I don't have health insurance. I have you know, issues that that I'm sorry, I hate to say it, weed solves. I just wish we had I just
0: it. I'm just so excited to have different conversations with my pothead friends from now on. <laughs>
1: Like, it's just
0: like, ah, oh, we get it. It's so good. It's great. Yeah. All right. Now, now, can we talk about something else that matters? You know, like, like, oh, your one issue has been solved. Can we now worry about, I don't know, health care? Let's let's get let's get stoners really into health care. Oh, my okay? God. I really let's, hope let's, that
1: I really hope that. Get they that. <laughs> yes. Let's just get that force
0: behind getting a decent health care system for everybody you know like let's just hey when next time you're smoking up don't think about how good pot is and how whatever maybe just think about what would fix the healthcare system and then really just start tweeting that just get high and tweet good suggestions for the healthcare system that's the town crier podcast assignment for all you potheads
1: <laughs> i uh i i wonder when it's going to come to florida when it's finally, it's got, it's got, to, it's just a matter of time before the dominoes fall and it's available in all fifty states, right? Because the money's just too good. The arguments don't hold up anymore. Uh, but
0: the problem is, being the last state to get it, the money isn't going to be as good for the last state. So there's going to be a lot of holdouts. Yeah. I mean, there's still prohibition in some some counties and some states.
1: I remember in like South still Dakota. dry. Uh, how long have you lived in South Dakota?
0: Uh, since. Off and on since 2006
1: Okay, so you I was there, this would have happened before you lived there But there was a time where you couldn't even buy alcohol on Sundays
0: Yeah And they finally I have that, I grew up with that with Minnesota They just started doing alcohol Sunday sales In Minnesota Also, wow. if you wanted to get a If you wanted to get beer at a gas station It was 3.2 beer 3.2 beer, yep Weird yeah, but I don't care because I moved out of Minnesota before I was 21. It's just and... surprising
1: that a state as progressive as Minnesota would have a law like that. But there you go.
0: Yeah, they just changed it. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. What made you cry this week?
1: What made me cry this week? I cried from laughter, which doesn't really count, but I was just watching old episodes. No, that's perfect. <laughs> okay, good. Cuz it wasn't really a sad week for me. I was I was a little upset on election night watching the returns coming cuz I thought it was going to be 2016 all over again, but I I completely just put out of my mind the idea of the mail-in ballots and that they had, they had to be counted. I should have I should have been more excited. But what made me cry this week was from laughter was watching the earlier seasons of The Simpsons. Not early enough that it was bad like the first season, but like season 4 and 5 and 6. The who shot Mr. Burns episodes and stuff like that. It's it's really it's interesting to me as someone who loves animation history and and just comedy in America as you do to to watch you can see when you watch those old seasons why that show caught fire like it did and how it was like really the first thing of its kind to to skewer public life like that and it's just it's amazing how some of those episodes really hold up over time and just how funny Homer Simpson is in those earlier seasons the lines he has and the weird lines that Marge mm-hmm. has <laughs> <laughs> it it was just making me laugh hysterically. What about you? What made you cry this week?
0: I also started laughing and then crying, and it, <laughs> this is like the new, I've never had a cry like this before. Um, I was watching the unicorn, and they were talking about, um, so, uh, I'm gonna I'm getting flaked just thinking about it. Uh, the <laughs> the they were talking about this the one of the friends of the mom who passed away to these girls was explaining to him that, that her mom, their mom doesn't live in the things that they have. Right. Uh She lives in memories. Right. And that, that kind of cut, you know? Yeah. And then they had a garage sale and she was giving, they were selling all these things from, you know, their mom. And then she realized that she misses her too and couldn't sell the mugs or any stupid scarf or stupid hat or anything like that, and it was just you know. But she's here. This is this is her. And so, I um. Oh wow. I just started. I just started thinking about my best friend Chuck, and uh, you know, I have a PlayStation three of his that I I don't play, and I have a I have a guitar, that, him and I he got tattooed on his body with me and uh, and his parents gave me the guitar and and so I just I'm just. Like I, I, it's hard for me to let go after it. Like if there was a fire in my house, I would make sure my, my w- wife and daughter are safe, but then I would grab that guitar. Cause yeah. I mean, y- you know, there's Nathan, get your cat like, before your guitar. Like <laughs> memories, memories fade, you know? And, and yeah, and to holding, holding those things that, that kept things special to you. Um, just kind of help you remember i think it's it's a token you know of of you know uh i really wish i could have met things were better uh yeah he was an asshole i love him (laughs) um so yeah and uh yeah don't don't take your own life i don't know it sucks
1: that's beautiful nathan so yeah that's I uh I've never lost anybody that close to me really aside from like a grandparent so that I don't I have no idea what that's like but uh well said sir well said
0: Yeah so I started laughing at the very funny joke of the you know of the turn and then I I got about two chuckles out and then just started bawling like a little girl <laughs> It was just my my wife was like what happened you know she was so confused <laughs> Okay. Oh, then, then, but she's seen that cry before, you know. So yeah, she knows
1: yeah. a cry that not many yeah. people see. I, I imagine.
0: So. I don't know. I'll, I'll cry for anybody. Um, crying right now. Jeez.
1: Hey, you know, life's hard, and and it sucks to have someone you love lost like that. I, that's yeah. cool that his parents gave you as a guitar.
0: Yeah, I think I was pretty uh. I was kind of a prick. I I was kind of like, hey, can I have the guitar?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, you know, know. I mean, and look how much it means to you. So I'm sure that they appreciate that.
0: Thanks for listening to the Town Crier Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and find us on Facebook and whatnot. We'll have episodes for you next week.